I, I saw a meme from Breitbart, which, you know, obviously that's a questionable source for anybody, but I followed them on Instagram just to see what's going on. And, um, yeah, I seen one of my former students had liked it and I was like, damn, dude, I hate when I just see the impact some of these stupid sources have. And welcome to the show, everybody. This is episode eight of Winged Radicals. Thanks for dropping by. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. So uh, what's our first topic today? Yes, we're going to kick it off with something a little close to home. So this one is something that I think is, is pretty sad news. This week, a Broward County, Florida jury failed to reach a unanimous verdict on the recommendation of the death penalty for Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz who gunned down 14 children and three adults at Stoneman Douglas High on Valentine's Day back in 2018. Yeah, um, 12 jurors, they all got to be unanimous to, uh, to, to give the death penalty. And um, initially, I thought there was only one uh, lady on the, on the jury that had uh, voted no, but there's actually three out of the 12 voted no. There was seven men, five women, not that it matters, but... Uh, Three of them voted no. I think one was like a hard no the whole time, and then she eventually, I guess, maybe moved two of the other ones kind of to her position, and uh, they couldn't agree on, on the death penalty. Right. It seemed like those two might have been on the fence or could lean either way, and I think it was because the one was a hard no. They're like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go with the hard no. I think if that one didn't exist, that the other two would have gone along with the, the unanimous vote and probably – probably turn this the other way yeah maybe you kind of just went with the crowd type <clears throat> right. mentality like oh okay i yeah. guess this is where y'all are at i don't want to they can get credit for not murdering someone and it wasn't really up to them anyway it's kind of the vibe i got like someone already said we're not murdering them i'll vote the same way because then it's not on my yeah yeah you know, i know what you mean doesn't weigh on me um <clears throat> yeah i guess i my like initially i didn't like the ruling because you know it's like well when when do you get the death penalty if not in yeah. this case, yeah. Um, although some states don't have the death penalty at all, right. so in those states you would never have it. Um, but apparently, I, the parents, I guess, or, or the parents that I read about wanted the death penalty, so I guess for them, I'd kind of root for that. However, life without parole for this guy, you might could argue is worse than the death penalty. I think it might be. Like, he could live to be 100. He might have... 80 years in this cell. I would suspect that he's going to die pretty quickly there, honestly. I think it was going to go the other way. I think he's probably going to get some pretty brutal death a year or two into being there. You think, like, how does that work? Is that, like, is that real or is that, like, TV? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that much about how easy it is to get to a guy that's, like, on death row or like yeah. some maximum security situation. Like, you know what I mean? Well, they got Epstein pretty easy. Well, that's Clinton connections, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would, I would, I don't think this is the last time we're going to hear about this guy. Interesting. Soon. I don't, I don't yeah. know how easy it is to do that. But um, similar to what you said, DeSantis came out and he he said, you know, I just don't think there's anything else appropriate in, in this case other than a capital sentence. Like that's what we have it for. If it's not this, what is it for? You know. Yeah. Um, he he said he was disappointed. And kind of alluded to the the jury 
kind of failing in their duties. And he said if this had gone the other way, like they made a um, decision for the death penalty, he said he would have expedited it as quick as he could. Wow. And basically, like, I'll get him killed. Yeah, because he also mentioned that he didn't like that it took three or four years Mm -hmm. to get to this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I appreciate our system being, you know, on the side of making sure we don't, you know, kill yeah, people yeah. that yeah, don't thorough. deserve it. But right. it's like, damn, dude, this is pretty obvious. Well, he pled guilty. Case. Like this yeah. wasn't a, this wasn't like a, he pled innocent. Right. We have to like uncover what happened. Like he was like, yeah, I mean, I planned this for a year. Yeah. Like I was ready to go. Definitely did it. Definitely wanted to do it. Here was my reasoning why. And it's like, but okay, that takes three to four years to work that one out. Like, like what do you think about the idea though, that like, you know, someone being crazy, not being responsible for what they do because of how crazy they are, either how they came out of the box or how they had certain trauma or whatever in their life. And, you know, like, how do you view that sort of thinking? Because obviously that's why some people on this jury and others don't, or, or that's why there's a such thing as pleading insanity. Not that, not that he did. I think his, his lawyer tried to argue that, he had like fetal, had alcohol, fetal alcohol syndrome yeah. and, and anything else or just like that plus was, childhood it, bullshit. Yeah, child, it was like childhood abuse and fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah. So like things. obviously those things can, you know, make you do things sort of – I mean I shouldn't say that. But like, you know, it's kind of like if some, if some guy had a tumor yeah, and started acting crazy, are they responsible for what they did? Not 100%. I'm not saying this is like that, but in general, what are your feelings on that whole like thing? Um, I think that regardless of your situation, it's, it's extremely unfair to, you know, there were consequences. Like you did something, there were consequences regardless. You know, if it's not your fault, you know, you were the vessel. I, I don't, I don't love that argument. Um, and hopefully, I don't know how it's, how it's used, but hopefully it's used lightly and that that's not like a, like up the primary. I mean, I know people get off playing insanity all the time, so I don't really know. I don't love it. That's a kind of a, a tricky one. Um, I, I do think it highlights, um, you know, somebody, some programs could be out there helping them um, prevent this type of thing. But that's a that's another huge, huge topic to, to go down. I don't know, like, I don't love it, but I don't know what else you do. I mean, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the families. What do you think it's about kind of the idea of this being maybe worse? Do you like that? Like, are you happy to, I guess, pay the taxes to have this guy sit there because it's going to be way worse on him potentially than the death penalty? Like, no, are you, no. I mean, because if you're out for vengeance, then like that's worse. Then why, why not? I don't know. I mean, what if he has a cush time in there? You know, he's getting meals, he makes a bunch of friends. Like, I don't know. Like, he could have a great time. I, I mean, my understanding just, is the type of situation he's going to be in is not like that. Yeah. But I would just eye for an eye, you know? Okay. Kill him 17 times. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, what else happened this week? Um, Lots of Trump happened. So Yay. <clears throat> earlier this week, the Supreme Court rejected Trump's appeal of the appeals court ruling that prohibited a special master from reviewing the classified documents seized in Mar-a-Lago. So this decision essentially allowed federal agents to continue reviewing the documents in their criminal investigation of Trump. Yeah, so uh, it actually doesn't allow, the, the ruling does not allow Trump's team or the special master to view the documents. So I don't think that they technically even asked 
for the Justice Department not to be able to. They just were trying to be able to access it themselves so that maybe they could argue better, lawyer up better, be able to see these and make their arguments on his team. But, uh, yeah, the Supreme Court simply said no. It was like a one-sentence ruling. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. So that made miss kind of a brief little story. I think that was just like lawyers being forced by their difficult client to try to throw something out there, and, and that's what they did. And, and yeah, so you, they said no. You see what sticks, right? I mean, not, you know, six out of the nine are conservative, and three out of the nine are appointed by him, and no. So. Yeah, still no. So that's pretty pretty eye-opening there that he shouldn't have it. Um, also in Mar-a-Lago, so this week footage was released that shows a Trump aide removing documents from a storage room at Mar-a-Lago. And there's footage both before and after Trump was subpoenaed by the DOJ to return the classified documents. Yeah. Um, I mean... I haven't seen I haven't seen the video. I assume, you know, it's there. Yeah. Um, you know, the papers are reporting on that. Um I guess it's like I suppose it could add to their case for obstruction, maybe in some sense. Um, you know, after the subpoena, you have someone moving documents from the storage room that they're gonna end up eventually going into yeah um you know what why is that going on but at the same time i'm sure you could come up with a number of reasons why you could say that 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 needed to happen i guess but i don't know i mean if that's where they were being held and that's where they're eventually going to be searching and you're moving things out of there why are you why are you doing that yeah it does seem a little bit so like um, a smoking gun but what do you think? I'm, I'm going to play the side I always play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's footage of them being moved both before and after. So to me, that shows nothing has changed as a result of the subpoena. Whatever they were being moved for before, they could be being moved for after without any suspect motives. It's not like there was no movement and then a subpoena came out and then there was movement that says, let's go hide these somewhere else. Like they were being moved, shuffled around. Maybe she was just being reorganized. Who knows what was going on there? Maybe they were cleaning out the storage unit. I don't know. Additionally, there's probably an argument that they were organizing all of the documents to return them all. If they were getting them out of some back corner of some storage unit or storage room, and they're just pulling them all out saying, hey, here's all the shit that I'm supposed to give back to you. I put it right at the front door. Come in with your dollies and and truck it out of here. They could have just been pulling it out. But I believe in this. First of all, yes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, oh, yeah. To- maybe total some maybe. of what you're saying, maybe. But if I recall right from this whole process, they were trying to get documents and were in communications with the Trump team before there was ever a subpoena. Yeah. So, which was before the warrant. So there's like multiple steps in this and them trying to get documents. So if they like went to storage and got some out, and then there's a subpoena. Oh, like they, they got go like half get, of them at, at, in the beginning or like a third of them in the beginning. Yeah, they get some of them out. Then they get the other Here you third. Go. Oh, now there's a subpoena. And, and then they, they got to sign something. For the raid. To, you know. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, I'm not Another a maybe. criminal attorney, so I don't really know yeah, if this is really yeah. that big of a deal or not. Yeah. But it seems to be newsworthy. Yeah. Know. Yeah, so it, it seems incriminating. I just want to make the point that, you know, maybe they're just moving shit around. Who knows? Could yeah. be incriminating, could not be. I'm right. Sh- I'm sure someone smarter than us knows. 
Huh. Okay. Another Trump thing this week. Um, this week, the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol voted to subpoena Trump to appear for a formal deposition regarding the seemingly, maybe evidently, premeditated attempt to overturn the 2020 election. Yeah, he's not going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Go ahead good and luck strike with off that. the question here that says, what do you think he's going to do? Because <laughs> that's answered. He's not going to show up. Yeah. Um, I mean, what options does he have? He obviously can show up and he can not show up. Yeah, so he could like go to the hearing, swear in and answer questions, or he could maybe um, submit um, maybe answers to a, a deposition or go sit for a private deposition in which case he would probably just plead the fifth the whole time and, and you know what i mean and then because that's he, private he wouldn't he wouldn't want to do that publicly probably you know but in a private little thing that no one's ever going to really dig into that cares you know he'd probably just plead the fifth a whole bunch of people have done that or that have been um subpoenaed they've gone and just sat privately and like pled out like in this whole january 6th investigation a lot yeah. of the other smaller players in this thing um they've done that um, so yeah, he could, he could comply. He could, I think do something, a private sort of deposition option. Um, or he could just be like F you and see, cause if he says F you, then the house has to vote to hold him in contempt. This then, is what they did the, with Bannon, right? Yeah. And then the justice department has to decide, do they want to prosecute in the case of Bannon, the justice department said, we're going to prosecute. So he's now facing maybe a little bit of time. Um, but the thing is that would take time to, uh, for them to accomplish that. And so that, that option for him is essentially the same as running out the clock because if they don't hold him in contempt and get the charges coming before the new Congress takes office next January, then it's going to be Republicans most likely in power in the house and they're going to completely dismantle this thing. So can they, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. So, I mean, they can dismantle it right in the middle of it? Well, I mean, I believe so, yes, but it's also kind of over. Like, that was their last hearing that they just had. Yeah. Now, I mean, I guess the committee's still standing and still doing work. The yeah. hearings are over, though. So, minus this, they're done. This so, is like their last thing. So, yeah, they were trying they to... They want to get him. They were trying to hurry up, um, you know, before November then to, to make this decision. I mean, we're creeping up on the end of, of when they can do that, So to your point of... Yeah. So he's going to say probably F you. I mean, I read something about, oh, if it can be live, I'll do it. And and, and then I read that although normally they, they wouldn't want that, that they were actually maybe considering it. But I just I don't see it happening. Yeah. I, I think he's just talking shit. I don't think he would show up even if it was live because he's going to sit there and, and look probably bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can pull out some of his witty comments, though, like you're number two and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> number two. True. You're number two. That's true. Uh, Um, So kind of tied into that, um, as part of the January 6th committee closing, the committee highlighted that Trump likely knew he had lost the 2020 election, and this was evident by various things, but a big one was by his private order to rapidly withdraw troops from Afghanistan and Somalia. Um, It's kind of being alleged that it was a last-minute attempt to make a mess for, at the time, President-elect Biden, while also keeping kind of a quote-unquote campaign promise before leaving office so i viewed it more i I didn't see this as like a oh let me screw over biden by creating a clusterfuck before i 
exit because I think then it would be pretty obvious who caused it. I think he legitimately is sort of like, we need to get our troops out of these places. And, and now that I've lost, which is where the whole argument came in from, uh, you know, the committee and others like, Oh, so this is clear that by like November 11th or something right after the election, he was already taking actions as a person who was no longer going to be president. He knew that he had lost. That was the point they yeah. were making. But in terms of the actual order, so Trump had said, yeah, I want to pull troops out of here, 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 and here. He actually had more places than just Somalia and Afghanistan. It was okay. like, pull our troops out of Germany, pull our troops out of like Syria. Um, and, and so some of the, you know, brass with the military was like, look, these things aren't feasible. They lowered it down to just Afghanistan and Somalia sort of campaign promises or semi near promises. You know, the idea was in his view, we we need to get out of these places and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. He said, yeah, we're spending too much money and and resources and and troops being in and you know, wars that or whatever that right. we have no business being a part of, I'm going to pull them out. So yeah, it wasn't really like a campaign promise, but it was something that he, he wanted to do, said he wanted to do. So it was kind of last ditch effort to, to do it. But ultimately, um, you know, a few of the generals and so forth, NSA, um, guys, um, met with him and, and kind of talked him down and said, look, we'll, we'll lower the troop levels even more. We'll basically put us on the direction of getting out without actually making a, a rash, quick, very dangerous yeah. thing. Because if we do this, Mr. President, it's going to be a big clusterfuck in Afghanistan with our own people and other people that were helping us there. We shouldn't do this. And uh, to Trump's credit, he's like, all right, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Unlike uh, the current president who came in and just went ahead and fucking did it. And, against, and you see what happened against the same advisement. They're like, right. no, I don't do this. Afghan government's going to collapse. And well, yeah, he went, maybe the went same advisement. It. He starts replacing people who maybe uh, want to yeah. tell him what he wants to hear or who, who knows, but yeah. yeah. So, and then, yeah, what you were saying, just, we got to see that. Um, so this kind of all, but yeah, they, they, they had multiple, you know, the committee has, it was like their final showdown. So they kind of like, highlighted their own highlights from previous yeah. hearings and yep. or, or, or you know letting the american people know you know this was premeditated like this was he had his own daughter ivanka his secretary of state mike pompeo who might run for president by the way um telling him dude you know like you lost you're you're 61 and 1 in the courts like every court's telling you this is it doesn't hold any water. Yeah. You know, the one win that you had of the 62 didn't really have any bearings on the election either. Um, you know, dad, you lost. Um, you know, he's got a, but he's got attorneys telling him about, Hey, you, <clears throat> you know, he's got some that, people telling me, well, maybe you should just claim, you know, yeah. we, we, if you lose on election night, you know, claim that, that, um, none of the votes count that come in after that night, you know, and, and, and Cue which the, is clearly not, realistic it's yeah. not true but yeah. like just claim that and then you got roger stone on video saying before the election you know if, if he is losing you got to just say you didn't right so you know and so it, it, they made it very clear but the, you know the problem is a lot of a lot of conservatives i mean i don't even like to use that term a lot of trump supporters they're not they don't like the hearings they won't watch the hearings they won't take in that information they're going to go to whatever information you know supports their bias or whatever yeah they'll, they'll lean into whatever person on the internet or uh 
you know, whomever on, on a right wing news station to tell them some other storyline. Yeah. So, so that kind of kicks off the whole premeditation of, uh, you know, storm the Capitol. And with that, I think as part of this committee, some, some videos came out, uh, this week kind of showing maybe some real time, what was going on. Yeah. They show, you know, Nancy walking through the halls, you know, they had, they had gotten out of there. Um, so they were not in real danger, but they're at a different site, you know, trying to make phone calls, trying to see what the hell is going on, trying to get the president to act or trying to get other state national guards to act. Um, you know, the only thing that I, with the videos was like, you know, that, you know, if you're Nancy, that you're on camera, cause there's a camera right there. You know, if you're Chuck Schumer, there's a camera right there. Yeah. They're saying kind of some corny things that almost seem like they know, you know, the camera's there. It, it, so it was kind of like, yeah. uh, this is kind of cringe. Like y'all weren't in fear for your life. Yeah. You know, obviously this is horrible, but yeah. Oh my, this was, and this was all led by the president of the United States. And that's basically true. Don't get me wrong, but it was just kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like taking them on a tour. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, like AOC is. after the fact was talking about how she was in danger and was afraid yeah. and all that. And she was like, not in danger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not at least when the things really got close. Cause there was yeah. some, you know, there were a few people there people that were certainly bad guys stuff, that right? were certainly had, you know, bad plans. And unfortunately were stopped. Uh, and one person, yeah, got killed. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't. Those videos weren't that earth-shattering to me. Yeah, you know, all of the videos combined, like documentary that's out on Netflix about the whole thing, was like that's really gripping. But like just these new videos, you know. Yeah, it's wild. All right, one more Trump thing. Lots of Trump. I told you guys. So this week, a judge ruled that Trump has to sit. For a deposition, this all kind of sounds like repeat stuff, right? <laughs> he has to sit for a deposition at the end of the month for a defamation suit against him filed by a writer who alleged that Trump raped her in the mid-90s. So the suit is not for the rape allegation itself, but for the alleged defaming comments made by Trump during the 2019 case involving the rape allegation. So that's confusing as shit. And you can probably clear this up a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, so it, only as Trump can say it, you know, when it was brought up while he was president that he allegedly <laughs> raped her, he was like, nah, bro, she's not my type. <laughs> he totally said she's not my type. Like, like I would have raped her if she was my type. Wasn't though. So I couldn't have not like I would never rape a person. It's, in, she in, wasn't in, my type. <laughs> in Trump's defense, he was like, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but she's not even my type. <laughs> But, but, but so before bad. that, that wasn't the only thing he said. I mean, he said, you know, she's crazy. I didn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, she's claiming that this is defamation. I mean, I, I don't, of all the things that he has to deal with, I would say this would be one of the ones that I think is the, the most ridiculous. I mean, if I'm not saying that he didn't do it because i have right. no idea if he did it back in the day but, but since, since that's that's a, that's not, a that, previous that's not, that's the not the case. what this one right. is this is about the defamation right. about what he said during the, right. the rape suit so this, this is isn't kinda, about rape yeah this is petty like um, i mean i don't know he, what is he supposed to say is kind of what i'm wondering so so reading it it's it's so it, this whole thing seems so confusing but he's 
it's almost like the, the the claim is that the defaming comments are that he said he didn't do it. Like, what is he supposed to say? Right. He has like, to say, I didn't do it right. if he didn't do it. Or even if he did do it, he would say, I didn't. Like, how are those defaming? Right. Like, I'm defaming you by saying that you're lying, that I, right. that I did it. You so, know what so I mean? So this I seems don't like know. this won't work. Like, this, I don't know. Well, what else is he supposed to do? Like, you say you didn't but, do it if you didn't do it. It's not defaming just because you're on the opposite side of the argument. Yeah, I don't, unless there's some comment that i'm missing where right i mean he does say you know she's a crazy person she's full of shit so, so yeah, yeah but i mean uh, you know so yeah this is just the this is so i mean this is like a, just the discovery phase still of this case and he's just happened to actually sit for the deposition so, so maybe it will not go anywhere uh this but, is another one of those ones like does he have to like what he could just not show up how does that work he just i, I think what i think with this one it's it's like he has to. Hmm. It's it's more of a yeah. you know problem for him if he doesn't. Unlike a congressional hearing, yeah, which is you know because of that process, they're not a court technically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So until the Justice Department, you know, takes actions, then yeah. it gets more serious. And he's just he's just assuming he's going to run out the clock before that happens. I'm and I'm assuming that because who knows? Maybe tomorrow he says, "All right, I'm I'm, I'm in." But I just can't see that happening. Yeah. I don't see how that, how that helps him at all. Yeah. Um, I was also reading that, I guess, <clears throat> there was some kind of uh, deciding factor or it helped or hurt him if he was acting as a like a federal employee at the time of those comments where he made those comments. And I guess it was decided that he was. So I guess the penalty is much less severe. Um or, or the consequences could be less severe. It's an easier road for him since it was decided that his comments were made as a federal employee and not him acting on his own behalf or something. Um, so there was some snap decision. I mean, probably not a snap decision. It was a rapid decision all of a sudden, like, hey, we need an answer. Um, it was decided he was a federal employee, and now his he they're, they're speculating that this should be way easier for him to get out of the, the defamation case. Yeah. So, like, because he's acting in his official right. capacity as president – and what else is he going to say? Yeah. You know, that helps him. Yeah. He's not exactly. just um, a private citizen yeah. going to the papers and saying this lady's a whack job. Yeah, exactly. Um, that wraps it up for Trump. I mean, that's, that's a lot of Trump. Probably going to well, be a lot more coming soon. Yeah. I mean, he's been subpoenaed like three or four times last week. So there's got to be. Yeah. I mean, a lot he's, got, of- he's got criminal and civil charges in <laughs> New York that we yeah. haven't ever even discussed. Right. Because it's so complicated with this so business much. stuff. So much stuff. Um, all right. Let's jump over to the other geezer. <laughs> Biden. Lots of Biden. Um, this week, the Department of Homeland Security announced uh, that Biden, the Biden administration plans to turn most Venezuelan migrants crossing the southern border back into Mexico so they can stay in Mexico and wait instead of waiting in the U.S. for, you know, whatever, for processes. Um there's so many questions I have here, but I guess why don't you get yeah. into this a little bit? Well, for starters, you know, it should be noted that we basically put sanctions on Venezuela uh, several years ago because we object to their regime um, and felt that they were having fake elections and we, you know, don't approve of it. And unfortunately, though, as tends to happen, there's kind of this is sort of blowback on us because now they have so much social unrest and like political t- 
turmoil that they're fleeing in, in crazy numbers. Um, they're, they're one of the biggest like demographic groups coming across the border and it, and it's gone up like 200% recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can't send them back to Venezuela because of our broken relationship with, with Venezuela and Mexico for a while wasn't taking them like they, they the Venezuelans were not one of the groups that they were willing to take back into their country yeah. under like title 42 and stuff. Uh, but they've agreed now to go ahead and take some back provided that um, Biden's uh, the administration is going to open up like 24,000 spots for Venezuelans to be able to come in, you know, legally and, um, you know, fly in if they, if they go through the proper routes. Um, because part of the policy is if you try to cross like illegally, then you're out and you're not coming in the right way ever. Right. So that's, they're arguing that this is a, this will encourage everyone to do it right. Right. We'll let you in. If you do it right, we definitely won't let you in now or ever if you do it wrong. It's kind of a right positive and negative reinforcement. Yep. Good. Good work. Why does Mexico care that we allow 24,000 Venezuelans to come in uh, by direct flight? I couldn't get a real good answer on Maybe that. Maybe so they stop coming through Mexico? I mean, I think that's part of it because they're coming through there, yeah, and this is dangerous. Make, yeah, it's just they make like a three thousand mile trek or some shit, right? So, like any, up, so, so like, so anybody after this date that enters illegally into like Mexico um, from Venezuela, they're not um, able to qualify right. for the legal route yep. either. Starting yep. like now, starting yep. like on the day that they announce the policy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I think it's like it benefits them, I believe, in their own security and resources. Yeah. Keep 24,000 people out of Mexico. Cause it's probably a Mexican problem as, as well as our own. Everyone's got to pass through there. Yeah. Um, of course some people on the left, you know, maybe still complain about this because we're going to send them back into Mexico into a, a situation where their resources are stretched and blah, blah, blah. But of course they're coming into El Paso uh, and a few other border towns like crazy. And El Paso is one of the main cities that has been busing people, you know, including Venezuelans off to, um, you know, uh, City, you know, northern cities, D.C. And, and New York, um, you know, that's where the uh, DeSantis Airways um, clients were from. They yeah. were from Venezuela. Yeah. So, um, so a couple things with the 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 twenty four thousand uh, Venezuelan immigrants being allowed to enter the U.S. Um, this program would have to have each one have a uh, U.S. sponsor who claims financial responsibility for that individual for up to two years. So that's part of the requirements of the program. And also, each individual must comply with certain vaccination and public health requirements, and they will be authorized to work legal in the, legally in the U.S. Yep. Um, so that seems pretty cool. I mean, it, it, it's hard for me to think this is really a bad thing. You're, you're As we talked earlier, you're incentivizing people coming over the right way through a program we set up for you to come in. It'll relieve the border a little bit. It'll allow people to come in the right way. Um, do I think that, you know, it's going to stop at, at that? Do you, I think everyone's going to try to do it the right way? No. Um, how, how are they even going to find out about this? I, I don't know how they find out all of us policies hard enough for people in the U S to figure out us policy. So, what means do they have to be like, oh, yeah, hey, 24,000 of us can get on a plane now and file for this program? You know, I don't 
I don't know how well orchestrated that type of thing will be. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, um, I, I think that, I think they get information. I mean, sort of like your, your argument that when the Biden administration got in and they then learned that maybe they were going to be more flexible. Yeah. Sort of like that. I mean, I think they get yeah. word of it because yeah. it means enough to them. It doesn't mean sure. enough to the average American, but to them, they're kind of like trying to follow the moves here. Yeah. That makes so sense. they get word. Okay. We got a shot, a legal shot. Yeah. Let's do and this, this right. is modeled after the same like program we have for Ukrainian migrants right. from their war. Yeah. I was reading, we've, uh, we've accepted over a hundred thousand Ukrainians at this point, And there's no cap on, on that because of the situation. So Venezuelans will have a cap where Ukrainians don't. Um, I, I do kind of want to bring up that we haven't, we've talked about it before. We haven't really given a shit about the border for the last almost two years. And all of a sudden with a month to go, we're doing something about the border. And what we're doing is we're getting people out of the border, letting them in instead of saying, Hey, well, we are sending some back. I'll, I'll say that, but we're setting up this program for the 24,000 to come over. We're saying, Hey, come over a different way so that the border doesn't look so bad. We're just going to let you in. Just do it this way. You fly right in. You don't even have to wait at the border because if you wait there, they're going to get pictures of you and they're going to post it on the news and then we're going to look bad. Well, I don't think that's fair, of course, but, um, you know, what I hear conservatives say, I don't have anything against it. I don't have anything against immigration. I just want it to be done legally. That's what I always hear. I don't, yeah. they claim, I don't, I don't dislike these people. I'm not worried about these brown kids. Uh, I just want it to be done legally. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this would be right. legally. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and I don't think, I don't think hardly any Americans know about this policy. So to claim that it's like a, a pot pardon where it's a political sort of move a couple of weeks before the midterm. I don't see it that way. Cause I don't think very few, many people even know about this. If asked and, about and, it though, and, they could say, well, Hey, we did this. Did you know about this? You know, we did do something right, about but, it just recently. It's, I, it's, I it's, yeah. It's like you want them to do something and then they do something and you say, well, of course now you're doing something. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah. Like how dare you? I think they've been doing certain things over yeah. time. It's just a, you know, they've been doing a they whole lot of they haven't, until, until there's zero illegal immigration there will always be a claim during a democratic administration that they're not doing X. Yeah. Cause they could be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this is a pretty big one. So last week the white house admitted to requesting that OPEC hold off their uh, reduction in oil production until their next scheduled meeting, which is slated for December. Um, the White House argued that there's no economic basis for this uh, reduction right now and suggested that the real reason was due to a Russian alignment against Ukraine and those supporting their war efforts. It's a lot to unpack there. With OPEC? Yeah. Um, th- this is one of those where there's not really enough information to make a solid claim. Like, you know, I, OPEC says, yeah, this is, they tried to get us to wait to raise the prices. But um, I would probably lean toward that's that's true. Um, that the, it's true that the admin asked them to, to wait? Well, that they didn't directly say, hey, yo, Saudi king. <laughs> uh, Fist bump. 
fist bump. Can you wait till after the election? <laughs> but that they that they suggested, hey, you guys should wait till your regular meeting that you're scheduled to have in about a month. Yeah. And make sure that, that the economic outlook is what you think before you make this decision. Yeah. I mean, they came out so, flat out and said that. They it, they definitely didn't admit to it being a midterm ploy, but they admitted to seeing if they could hold off a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't think I can fault the administration for for asking them to hold off. Yeah. I mean, because technically that does help the American people for one more month, you know, like, and obviously it's beneficial politically. I would I rather, mean, it's not illegal. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd rather just pay more for gas. So we look like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that secretly so many Trump supporters love high gas prices. Like, yes, That's a he fact. Lo- he looks so terrible when he's going to be out of but office because of this. They yes. wouldn't be driving these trucks around. Right. If they, Really cared about gas prices yeah, to begin with. These diesel trucks, it's like seven dollars a gallon. They're like, fuck you, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess Saudi Arabia claimed that they're not uh, uh, favoring any particular, you know, group or country. They said that um, they they try to remain friendly with all of their relationships, and um, they're just operating in the like, the interest of the global economy and themselves and, I mean, them, themselves and, themselves. and, and, yeah. and based yeah. on global economic factors. Yeah. So they say that analysis shows, you know, we, we need to reduce and the white house is saying, well, our analysis shows you don't. Um, yeah. And then of course the white house, as I said, said, Hey, this is cause of your, your thing with Russia. And they're like, Oh, how dare you? This has nothing to do with that. So it's just a bunch of back and forth. You know, they said this, we're saying this. Yeah. And, and Biden, administration says well this is you're you're helping russia okay because technically this it helps helps russia, russia. Yeah. um and they're like no that's not why we're doing it but of course that's the line that the Biden administration goes with um yeah so um i, I saw a meme from breitbart which you know obviously that's a questionable source for anybody but i followed them on instagram to see what's going on and um yeah i seen one of my former students had liked it and i was like damn dude I hate when I just see the impact some of these stupid sources have. Um, but um, the meme said, like, uh, Biden uh, does same thing that Trump was impeached for the first time, basically, was the headline. Was this the one where you just had nucks with the Saudi? That I sent you? Uh, uh, yeah. That was probably the picture they used. Yeah, it didn't yeah, have yeah. to do with that right, right, event. Right. But, yeah, it, it, because he allegedly sort of I implied that they should wait a month mm-hmm. okay but to help himself politically right so the idea that they were putting forth is this is exactly like Trump asking a foreign country to investigate his political opponent on bullshit charges and just to have an investigation again you know I mean like yeah Clearly not the same thing. Your student sounds. Or, or sounds, do you? Or, or do you think that's the same? Yeah, yeah I think your student sounds really smart. And uh, oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I can be. Is he old idiot. enough to vote? I don't want to get into all that with the student. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's a young I'm guy. Just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I look forward to his vote for DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are we ready so, for off the cuff? Yep. Um, gas prices are going to go up. Get ready. They're not holding off to after the midterms. Go ahead and vote down all of your Democratic people. <laughs> They're all fucked. <laughs> Taking the house in uh, November, and maybe or maybe not the Senate. 
we'll be reporting back on that soon. So yep. time for off the cuff where I ask Mike a blind question because it's my turn this week. Mike, are you familiar with the game Mary? Oh, I knew I knew this one would come up at some point. <laughs> yeah, of course I know this game. Okay. So the idea for those at home, I'm gonna give three people and Mike has to tell me who he would marry. Oh, who he so would hard. um F uh, you know, have yeah, relations with yeah, and uh, who he would kill. And the three are Kamala, Hillary, and Nancy. Uh so for me, because I'm going first. Oh, remember. yeah, you're going first. I already you got, got, you got I, I was, I was you ready got to go. You got time. You're like, I ready to go. I've been <laughs> thinking about this for months. Done. Done. Um, so I'm going to marry Nancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, money close to death. Easy choice. That's, okay. That's a smart answer. Um, the rest, the, the other two that we have left, it's like killing either is <laughs> not horrible. Sex with either is horrible. Um, nah, mm. I'm gonna have to um, I'm gonna have to kill off Kamala. If the FBI is listening. This is just a silly podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, this might be a bad one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. Uh, in this hypothetical that is completely unreal, <laughs> I'm editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to off her so she can't become president. Um, and, and, you know, and on a tangent real quick, you know, I really want a female president. Like it's one of my things. A lot of people, but you want a competent female president and this would not be the route to get the female president. Not only that, I want the, um, I want the female president to be elected as president. President, I want her to be the top of the ticket on her own merit, on her own merit, not someone that just came in as VP and then backdoored because something happened with the president. Like, that's just like, that would not be the way I would picture ideally the first female president becoming president. Yeah, I agree. So, um, anyways, so So, yeah, so I've got to kill her off her right in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Got to kill her off (laughs) in a much less violent way. And I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, bang it out with Hillary. <laughs> God, man. I mean, like hey, I'm thinking she's got a little. You know, she hasn't been. I don't think. I don't think she's been used by Bill in a while. I think he has other, you know, Islander type girls. You know, when yeah. you think that he likes to, yeah, have fun with. So hey, I mean, who knows? The pantsuits are kind of hot. No, they're not. <laughs> this is a horrible I'm one. I shouldn't to, have done this. I'm trying to think of my answers while also listening to you say that the pants suits are kind of hot, and it's just I'm. <laughs> I was so busy trying to research the other topics that I just didn't spend much time. No, this is a good one. one. I mean, those are three. Those are three good people to pick. Um, I loved all of your answers. I think those are probably the the best. The best possible way you could do that um uh my original i'm just gonna go with my original reaction though is i would kill nancy because i hate her and she's terrible once again and i'll edit this part out this is totally hypothetical (laughs) (laughs) um i would marry hillary because i all i mean all you mentioned money with nancy that the clintons are all moneyed up i think that'd be great yeah they know a lot of people you probably get to meet a lot of people Mm -hmm. do a lot of cool shit 
Um, and then I would just, you know, bang it out with Kamala. She's the, uh, she's the youngest. And I think, you know, she's probably the most fun. She's a little exotic. A little exotic. Yeah. She's we hear experienced. Yes. Word on the street. Word on the, (laughs) that's something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think she, she would just have to be the most fun, right? Like there's no way Nancy would ever be in that category. Bro, don't be like that. What does that mean? Don't, don't be ageist. I mean, I'm not ageist. I'm like her facist. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think she's kind of hot. She's the hottest one. I just was. I, I <laughs> today? I just. Today. Yeah. Okay. I think she's the hottest one. Right? That's, mm, I like that old lady. Yeah. I just don't want to be married to her for that long. I mean, that's so, fair. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't want to be old, married to the other ones that long. Right, I mean, right. so I got to go with her. How old's Hillary, though? She can't be farther behind. Oh, she just yeah, looks better. She's way further behind. Yeah. I mean, how old is she? Look it up. I bet yeah, she's I'm not in her 70s. Nancy's about to be like, she's 80 or almost 80. I feel like Hillary's like late 60s. In my way, obviously. She's 78. She's 76. I bet she's 77 or 6. She's 74. I mean, okay, how old's Nancy? I mean, she looks way older. She looks like fucking Skeletor. Um, figure out how to spell her name. 82, so I'll give that to you. Yeah. You know, she didn't. They have a picture of here, her here when she was younger. She doesn't look that bad. Dude, like, like today. I, she's attractive. Yeah, she's, she's probably... nice tits, she, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, yeah, but seeing that 1940 date stamp for her birth is kind of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... The forties yeah. were a while ago, my friend. Right. Yeah. If you're so, born before, if you ask me, Leave this, It to Beaver was broadcast. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Back then when they we got to listen to. Radio. I got to draw the line somewhere. It's Leave It to Beaver for Peyton. That's that's <laughs> the <laughs> that's the line. Um, but yeah, she would she'd definitely be top of my list if yeah. this was you know. I don't want pre Beaver like Beaver fifty. <laughs> there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, that's my choice. Um, that was a good one. I liked it. It was okay. fun. All I right. knew I knew one of us would pick that yeah. at some point. I knew that was coming up. Yeah. Next week, you can do the Kardashians. What's the Kardashians? Like, you could pick three of them for Mary F. Kill. Oh, we'll just start. We'll change the thing. We'll to just, just do that Mary. every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That was a short one this week. Well, how many How many minutes are we at? Uh, we're at 47 this time. Oh, good. So Good. A little it's a nice quick, a one, quick one, one for I think, everybody. I think this one probably had the most information, though. Yeah, get some good news. Bunch of stuff last week. So thank you, everyone, for joining the show this week. Appreciate y'all stopping by. That's the end of Episode 8 of Winged Radicals. Please like and share. Tell your friends. See y'all. Later. Later.